What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dad the Man podcast. My name is Brendan Wall, and I am your host. And before we jump in, I want to pause. I want to thank you so much for being here, for listening to the show, to supporting our mission. You could spend your time doing anything in the world, and you have chosen to spend your time listening to this show. That's not something I take lightly. I'm very serious about this, and I hope to give you a good return on your time. So thank you so much for tuning in, for supporting us. It means the world to me. Also, before we jump in, quick plug for our new Facebook group that is live, the Dad the Man Facebook group for the men, husbands, and fathers who listen to our show, who want more, who want to connect with us, connect with other dudes who are living through the same circumstances as them, as men, husbands, and fathers. Come on, jump in, join us. I want to see you in there. You can find us on Facebook, search for Dad the Man in the group section. You can go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash Dad the Man. There's also going to be a link in the show notes to this episode, to whatever platform you're on, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, you'll be able to see a link that you can click. It'll take you right to the group, and I hope to see you in there. All right, so let's dig in. So today's episode is going to be a few thoughts that I have had recently about being a new dad. So we've done a few interviews recently with some new dads. We've had Daniel Carlson, kicker for the Raiders. We've had Hunter Henry, tight end for the Patriots. A few other guys, and I've had some close friends either have a baby or expecting a baby soon. A few guys in our Dad the Man Facebook group have new babies. We have some new dads in there. My wife Leslie and I, we are trying to grow our family right now through adoption. So I'm hoping that these lessons apply to me again soon as well. But thinking about all this, a lot of people with new babies, myself, hopefully growing our family soon, it just spurred me to really pause and reflect on what it was like as a new dad, right? And um, in that reflection, I remembered a few things that I really struggled with and I wanted to share that today. So that's really what this is. So this chat is for the new dads. I'm thinking kids under three months, six months, even up to a year. But this is for the guys that are in the trenches. Or if you know somebody who's in that stage, send this to them. If, but if that's you, this is for you. And like I said, these are the things that I struggled with. These are the things that I learned the hard way. These are the things that I wish somebody had, had given me a little guidance on when I was in, those, in this stage. So please remember, I'm not trying to pe- preach from the pedestal. I'm not the guy who's got it all figured out. All I can do is share with you the things that I've learned. And again, most of it, it's lessons I've learned the hard way. So, all right, here we go. When my son was born, my first son, five and a half years ago, That moment in the hospital, it's surreal. Crazy adrenaline, crazy emotion. You're calm in the moment, but I also cried like a baby. It's super cool. It's unexplainable to anyone who hasn't lived it. But I remember after the dust settled, we get home, we get set up, start acclimating to this new life with the baby. It's crazy. After a couple days, it's like you can't even remember what life was like before. It's a really weird, really weird feeling. But I remember watching my wife, Leslie, and I remember watching the way that she looked at our son. And there was this apparent bond between them, a tangible, emotional bond. She was so in love with him and connected with him. And as a dad, I really wanted to feel that way too. 
I obviously loved my son. I felt the instinctual response to protect and to provide. The instincts really came over me. That, that was actually the, the time I bought my first firearm and got the training and learned how to use it and did the whole thing. It was definitely a, an instinctual response at the time, which was, it's kind of cool to look back and think on that now. But I felt like my connection with him wasn't as strong as my wife's connection with him. And I was just like, man, I want to connect with this guy. But, and I love this little dude. But at the end of the day, he sleeps most of the day, keeps us up most of the night. And in between, he just drinks from his mama and he shits his pants. Like that's, that's really all you get from a newborn baby. That's about it from the dad's perspective. When you meet your little baby, he hadn't developed enough to really recognize me or at least respond to me walking into the room. Like there was none of that yet. He didn't really need me in any obvious way. So in those early days, man, it can be tough for a dad to forge that emotional bond with a child. And when I was in that season and I was comparing my bond with him to my wife's bond with him, I felt inadequate. I felt like my heart didn't quite work right. I was like, man, what is wrong with me? What am I missing here? Why don't I have this same connection with him? What is wrong with me? I mean, I was concerned. I was like, oh, this something's missing. What am I doing wrong? And a lot of it was subconscious, but I felt it. And it wasn't until I considered it in hindsight that I actually understood it. When I realized that, that there was never anything wrong with me, I didn't have an emotional deficiency that was preventing me from being the dad that I needed to be. The reality is that my wife spent nine full months with my son before he was born. She had a nine-month head start. Every single thought, decision, action that she made in that time had a direct impact on his health. So she carried him physically, but she also carried the emotional weight that comes with the responsibility of incubating a living, breathing human being. You can't replicate that. So when I considered that, I was like, ah, gotcha. Well, duh, she's going to be more connected with him right out of the gate. She got a head start. But I didn't realize that until I got the same amount of time with him after he was born, after he came to life. And I got to spend more time with him and I got to be more involved with bottle feeding in the middle of the night diaper changes and pushing him in the stroller and helping him with his tummy time. And he started to actually recognize me when I walked in the room. I could make him laugh. That's when the game changed. And after a few months of really being involved in those things, bond was built. No looking back. It's all good. I don't have an emotional deficiency, at least in this scenario. Thank God it's all good. So I say all this. For all you dads with babies at home, maybe that you've got a baby coming and you don't have no idea what I'm what I'm talking about, just be on the lookout for this. But if you're at home with a baby now, if you felt any ounce of this, of what I'm describing here, if that's you, I just encourage you to dig in. Take advantage of every opportunity that you can to hold your baby, to feed your baby, to change a diaper, to push the stroller, to clean, clean, even clean it up, throw up, and whatever. It's all an opportunity to build that emotional connection with your baby. So do that when you can and be patient while the bond is built. So in line with this sentiment that's going on here in the first piece of advice that I just gave you, the dads are somewhat unneeded with the baby right out of the gate. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to rain on your parade and tell you that this does not mean it's the perfect opportunity to hone in your golf game, to take your business to the next level, to whatever it is, just because your wife is busy caring for the baby at home. I'm not saying you can't play golf. I'm not saying you can't work on your business or drive your business, whatever. I'm just saying 
don't abuse the fact that your wife is busy at home with the baby during this time to go do those things. Trust me, don't do that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get out. I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with people. I'm not saying that you should not cherish your hobbies. Again, bear with me here. I will come back to this. Let me finish my point. I'll come back to this. You may be unneeded with the baby, but you are not unneeded with your wife. The obvious advice that everyone gives is that while mom is doing stuff with the baby, that dad can step up and cook and clean, handle the chores around the house. Yes, you can do those things. That's not bad advice. That's great advice. Just understand that your role here is actually a lot bigger than keeping everyone fed and keeping the house tidy, whatever. What this is really about is being that rock for your wife to lean on. It's about supporting your wife emotionally. Patience, grace, empathy, all these things that typically come very unnaturally to us as men. These things are big here. And as a dude, I'm sure you hear that. I'm hearing myself as I'm saying it out loud. And you're going to think, ah, all right, well, I'm out. You know what? She's fine. She said she's fine. She's busy with the baby. She's the mom. She's happy. This is her domain. I got her the food, flipped the dishes. She said she's fine. We're all good. I'm going to the golf course again. See ya. What I was very slow to learn when my kids were born is the impact that having a child actually has on the human body, on a woman. As men, we think about the physical impact. It's tangible. We can see that. But what I didn't understand is the hormonal and emotional destruction that takes place. It's a total explosion of her hormonal balance. My wife even experienced pretty serious postpartum depression during this time, especially with her second child. You may be thinking to yourself, oh, well, I've never even heard of that. Well, that's a real thing, and it is so much more common than we realized. I don't think my wife wanted to admit it at the time, and I'm sure there's some level of pride that women take in not admitting that. Just like us as men do, we don't want to admit when we need help. And I, I think women probably go through the same thing. And in, in this scenario, birthing a child, taking care of a mama, they don't want to feel like they need help with that. But they might, and that's okay. I'm just telling you to be in tune with it. Postpartum depression is a real thing. Quick plug for that. Don't overlook it. Don't disregard it. It's a lot more common than I realized. And I realized that once we went through that with my wife and more and more people were reaching out and hearing, she was pretty open about it. More and more people were saying they experienced the same thing. They knew people that experienced the same thing. Just have your heart, your mind open to that. Trust me. But when we went through this at the time, I just wasn't tuned in enough to realize it. I was young. I was a little naive. I think I was 24 years old at the time. I just figured she was tired from the baby and that this was all normal. And while that may even be true to an extent, it didn't mean that I couldn't have been more emotionally available and supportive of her in the way that she needed me to be supportive. And I'm not saying all this to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you that when I look back and think about it, I really wish I had been more empathetic and patient with her during that time. It's not like I wasn't nice to her or didn't care for her or didn't love on her or even that I didn't appreciate her. It didn't come from a place of poor intentions. I did the things. I helped clean. I covered, you know, I got the food covered, I, whatever. I did those things. 
I just don't feel like I did a good enough job of supporting her emotionally and honoring her sacrifice as a mom and letting her know how much I appreciate her and how much I was really standing there with her. The chores, the cleaning up, cooking and handling the food, sure, these they're all great things. Consider them the prerequisite to step into the arena. What she really wants is to be appreciated, cherished, validated, and honored in her efforts as a new mama. So if you just go do the chores and peace out, hit the golf course again, leaving her at home again, or you have this attitude of, all right, well, you know, I did my part, so we're good here. If, you, if that's you, if that's the place you're coming from in your head, if that's your intention, then I am willing to bet that that will cause her to begin harboring some resentment towards you. And it will be because she doesn't feel appreciated, cherished, validated, and honored. And you may hear this and you may think, man, sounds a little high maintenance to me. Well, listen, she just had her body ripped apart to shreds for nine months. It's going to take her another year at least to recover physically. And the hormonal destruction that you can't see is way worse than the physical toll that you can see. So this is not the time to hold your ground or keep score or establish any new ground rules of who's going to do what in the relationship in this new world as parents. This isn't the time for that. This is the time for you as the leader of your family to prioritize your wife, to love her and lead her, to be the rock for her to lean on you. It's not going to be an even game in this <laughs> at this point in time. She needs you to lean on. Let her lean on you and be there. Be strong for her to lean on. Be there emotionally. Be emotionally present. Don't just check the box and move on. I don't care how hard your day at work was. For the love of God, don't use your job as an excuse to be too tired to be present at home. The emotional and the mental toll that she has taken is far greater than whatever you've done at work. I promise. So what exactly does supporting her emotionally actually look like? Well, it looks like, first off, starting from a place of empathy, understanding and appreciating what she is going through. Not what you are going through, but what she is going through. And tell her, tell her you appreciate what she's done. Don't admit her as, quote unquote, just being at home with the baby all day. You have no idea how hard and draining that actually is. And if you think it's easy, if you ever want to just dismiss that, I dare you. I'll put a dare out there. Take one week off from work, send your wife out of town, and you run the show with the baby at home. And you run the show with the baby at home. You be in charge of keeping that little monster alive and fed and getting them to sleep and getting them dressed and cleaning up all the messes and then keeping the house going as well. I dare you to take that on. Please, for the love of God, don't dismiss that sacrifice. Don't downplay that. Supporting her emotionally also looks a lot like patience and grace. Patience and grace when you think she doesn't deserve it. Patience and grace when she actually maybe doesn't deserve it. That's what grace is. You don't give grace when you feel like it. The heart of grace is giving it when somebody else doesn't necessarily deserve it. So remember that grace is important in this time. Again, trust me. I mentioned the hormonal destruction of birthing a child. Well, that impacts behavior too, right? And it leads to things like postpartum depression and mood swings and Oh, it's just so much more common than anyone seems to realize. So keep it in mind. Be empathetic to her. 
and understand that what she has gone through and is continuing to go through is far greater than what you've gone through so far. Just remember that. Trust me. And an important point that I want to add in here is that just because I want to hammer this home, because the baby has been born does not mean that her sacrifice is done. Physically, it's going to take her for a long time. I remember it feeling like about a year physically for the recovery, maybe longer. My wife probably come and tell you that it took longer, but that's a year. Physically, the hormonal recovery is even longer than that. Just trust me. The sacrifice does not end once the baby is born. Please don't forget that. That's important to remember for us as dads. And again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to tell you that you will never regret being there for her in this time. And she'll never forget it either. Kids change your marriage, plain and simple, but setting that tone that you prioritize her and that you're there for her emotionally in in these early stages with kiddos is big time important. All right, next piece of advice. I said I would come back to this. This is maintaining your hobbies, maintaining your friendships. Here we go. So I was and continue to this day to be awful at this, but they are so, so, so important, especially in these early days of parenthood. And you're probably thinking, well, man, this kind of contradicts the that previous point about being there more, being more emotionally available, all that, whatever. You're probably thinking that this contradicts that. But this point is more about what you'll actually need to do to be able to sustainably and consistently be there for her. You won't be able to continue to love and lead her from the front in the way that you need to if you can't take care of yourself as well. If you have hobbies, if you're a golfer, if you're, you know, whatever it is that you're into, this may not be the time that you take your game to the next level. Sure, get your round in. Get your round in when you need to go play, when you need to hit the gym, when you, when you need to go shoot your bow or you need to go grab a beer with your buddies. I'm just, do those things, just don't overdo them. Get out with your friends from time to time. You have to. If you have other friends with kids, even better. That's amazing. Get out with them and lean on them. They have gone through what you are going through now. Lean on them. Bring someone into your corner with you. You're not dragging them down. They're probably happy to help you. Also spend time with with your friends that don't have kids too. It's all good. It's all necessary. When you spend all this time with a baby, trust me, getting to spend time with a real human being, a real adult at that point in time, gosh, it's you have to do it. And again, you're probably thinking, well, I can't do these things and support my wife. And sure, it is more of an art than a science, but here's how you do it. This is the most scientific way that I can put it. And it's as simple as making sure that she can do the same things. You may have to prompt her. You may have to encourage her to go do these things. I would imagine she's probably going to feel guilty about leaving the baby, but encourage her to do it anyway. Hey, if you go hit the golf course, you go grab around on Saturday, like that's awesome. But just make sure she's able to get some dinner with friends or visit the nail salon or the gym or whatever it is that fills her cup. Make sure that she gets to do that too. That time to step away and then come back to the baby is critical for both of you. Again, trust me, I've been there. So help yourself by helping her. And bonus tip here, make sure that you get time together without the baby as well. 
the most common, the single most common piece of marriage advice that's been given on this podcast and the 45, 46 episodes we've done so far is to continue to date your wife. And that applies here too. I'm not diving any deeper than that. I think you can take that at face value. Continue to date her, especially in this time. Again, something that I have done a terrible job of. So to wrap things up here for the newborn parents, for the for those of you guys in the trenches, just remember this, and you've heard this before, but remember, this too shall pass. The newborn season is really hard. Like it's really, really hard, but the newborn season will pass. The dust will settle. Your baby will grow into a toddler. Your wife's hormones will come back to planet earth and you'll be able to sleep again. This too shall pass. And on the flip side of that, this too shall pass. The innocent little baby that you have in your arms is that you're just you're dying to see grow into something, you know, more responsive and human. You're just dying to see him grow up. They will do that and it will happen fast. My oldest just started kindergarten, and I feel like he was just a baby yesterday. It's cliche to say it goes by fast, but it's cliche for a reason. It's true. I say this to encourage you to remember that the seasons of life will change. The hard times you wish away will go, but the good from those seasons go with it. It's all tied together. So as hard as the newborn stage can be, and man, it's hard. Again, don't discredit it. It's hard. You're in the trenches. But if you're there right now, Godspeed, brother. But do your best to soak up those moments while you can, because they too will pass. All right, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world to me again to have your support here on the show. Please come join us in the Facebook group if you want more, if you want to connect with me, connect with the rest of the listeners of this show. Check us out, Dad the Man Facebook group. Link is in the show notes. Remember, until next time, to love and lead from the front if you're in the trenches. Good luck, brother. See you next week.